Um, this episode is brought to you by the Podcast Minds um, as part of their Pod Jam, uh, also known as their One Mic Stand. Uh, it randomly paired up everyone who signed up and then allowed us to collaborate together to make a podcast episode. I'm M. I use uh, she, her, or they, them pronouns. Hi, we're the Packbats, or one of them. Plurality is sometimes an adventure. Uh, uh, <laughs> collectively, we use they, themselves pronouns. I like she, her, and Zizir today. So I-, I might just use that for now. It-, it may change if we record a second episode, and that's valid. Yeah. All right. So we are uh, talking for the first time today, because <laughs> that's how this pod jam works. I mean, we did our planning via text. I think some people did their planning via voice. We, uh, it never occurred to us packbats at any point that we were allowed to get on mic before we started recording. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I I was also like, oh, this is exciting. So like, I we're we're doing it. it we're in it. <laughs> we yeah. This is this is very exciting. Um. So question. Yes. Just to kick things off. Yes. Have you heard? Of tabletop role-playing games? Uh, in general, yes. <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> I have uh, played in a couple, and I've also listened to a lot of them. I've listened to more than I've played, for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's normal. Like, I think it is easier to schedule listening to an actual play than to schedule multiple people in the same group at the same time. Yes, scheduling is scheduling <laughs> i said yeah. that with a lot of tiredness in my voice i think yeah yeah <laughs> we we have a regular weekly game that has not met very often because everyone in the game is disabled in one or more ways and it turns out that sometimes gets in the way of things you want to do that's true and and fair uh that that's awesome though that uh, a weekly game sounds really cool <laughs> Yeah, this is bragging, but we actually have two weekly games. Ooh, all right. Three weekly games, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized, we're in, we've got the one game that we started, this is the most TTRPG thing ever, but, like, we went into, like, a group chat, and, like, on, on our Mastodon account, and we're like, hey, um, we've never GM'd, and we would quite like to try. Would anyone be willing to put up with a novice GM fucking around while trying to learn how to do it? And this was such a great sales pitch that we got, like, five people joined for session one. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, it's currently us and two others, and we don't meet regularly because stuff came up for the other players and so they couldn't keep participating Mm, yeah but um that'll happen yeah we're in that game and then we're trying to get a a game of wander home off the ground and a a and we're currently in a game of um this town is full of monsters which most people would recognize the line this town is full of monsters who recognize it at all from the game uh, Silent Hill 2. Which oh, cool. 
it, it is like a line in the game that's like a mimetic line. It's like, this town is full of monsters. How can you sit there eating pizza? <laughs> um, we never played Silent Hill 2. We listened to actual play podcasts and like on Follow the Leader and Hope's Hearth both played the game mm-hmm. and we thought it was rad and we wanted to get in on it. Hell yeah. But like we've been playing role playing games for uh, decades. Like we were <sighs> we were playing D&D I'm doing scare quotes because it was actually Slug, which is, (laughs) according to the website, copyright 1992 and 1993 by Stefan O'Sullivan, edited by Anne Dupuis. I'm bad at names. D-U-P-U-I-S. Apologies to Anne. That sounds French. Yes. (laughs) I'm not sure either, to be honest. (laughs) A simple, laid-back, universal game. You know how in D&D you have a GM... And you have players, and the GM plays the world, and the players play the characters, and sometimes you roll dice to decide what happens. Mm-hmm. That is the entire rule set of Slug. I, it's one of the greatest games ever written. Uh, that is a hot take. And, <laughs> we, we're, uh, we're here we with the hot take. Stand by it at least for at least 30 seconds. <laughs> um, Speaking of designing tabletop role playing games, yeah. have you have you ever have you ever given that a try? <laughs> um, I have not. I am uh, excited to say, I guess uh, that this is my first time venturing into that. I, I think it's super cool. Um, I think I was just sort of always like, uh, this is never something I will have the opportunity to do. I know it's like everyone can start. It was just sort of always one of those things of like, oh, but not me. So I, I'm i excited to be doing this. That is an incredible mood. I, I feel <laughs> like we were that way about baking bread. Ooh, yeah. Among other things. Like there's just a shocking number of things, which it turns out you can just go and do. Yeah. And like... I want bread now. I th- <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll break bread today. Break bread. We, we found... There's a blogger, uh, Kitty Unpretty, who is mostly known for writing. It tried to be smut, but then there was lore and like plot. Um, Hell yeah! But she's also a blogger and bakes bread and shared her recipe for no need bread at one point. And we were like, okay, so we haven't had much success before. Let's try again but with yeast this time instead of trying to do a soda bread because that didn't turn out to be easier. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I've heard soda breads are sort of hard. <laughs> yeah. We did not hear that soda breads were so sort of hard, so that's where we started. And I'm so it sorry. Didn't, it was extremely crumbly. Uh, I think yeah. that is what they call a bad crumb. Oh. But uh, this is not a bread podcast. This is... So... It's not? It's not? <laughs> uh, I mean, it could become a bread podcast. Uh, we are designing a tabletop role-playing game. There's nothing to stop us from putting bread in it. <laughs> we could have bread in in the... Like, I don't know. The scenario that we sort of threw back and forth at each other. Bread, I guess, could appear. It would be interesting. <laughs> I don't know how, but... Yeah. We'll see. So, d- skipping ahead. So, oh, like, yeah. 2019, mm-hmm. we found out about the 200-word RPG challenge. I think David... 
Shirdwan, I'm so sorry, uh, was like the, the, the kind of person who kicked it off, uh, but the, uh, there are other organizations, Jacqueline Burke and Marshall Miller. I'm so sorry about names. I, if I'd done more than 15 seconds of preparation, then I would maybe look up how to pronounce any, anyone's name. You're, you're golden. Keep, you're doing good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, what if we enter this competition? And we entered the competition, and it was a lot of fun. And then we kind of didn't do anything for a while. And um, then we started messing around with a few ideas. And then earlier this year, we were like, what if, like, I think what happened is we were looking at our Patreon for some reason. We have a Patreon. It's PackBat. Almost all of our socials are PackBat. Don't go to our Twitter because it doesn't exist. <laughs> That Twitter is dead, we, we have buried it. And if it comes back to life later, we will notify you. Uh, so that you will be prepared for the zombie Twitter. <laughs> but uh, we were looking at our Patreon, and we're like, this is empty. What if we wrote 200-word RPGs and published a new one every month? Oh, cool. And then we're like, okay, so I don't really know if I can do a 200-word RPG every month. Let's hold off until we have three. And then, like, two days later, we were like, okay, we have three, let's get, and put the first one up. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I, it probably wasn't literally two days later. We could find <laughs> out. It was four days. Okay. Because the first one we wrote on the 27th of May, and the third one we wrote on the 30th of May. <laughs> Is that three days or four days? Oh, jeez. <laughs> counting both ends, it's four days. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I believe we, you. We have written probably a dozen short RPGs and some other stuff. And yeah. so when M was like, hey, I don't have any ideas for a podcast right now. Do you have any ideas for a podcast now, right now? We were like, so here's an easy and practical idea that we definitely could do and make a lovely half hour of entirely listenable audio. <laughs> and then here is a super ambitious idea where we do an actual play, a long form actual play podcast where every episode we design the game that we play in that episode. Yes. And I had never <laughs> designed a TTRPG before. So this is, this is kind of the premise of like, okay, you have. Obviously, like, a lot of experience with this. And I have yeah. basically none. So it'll be sort of a, a mentee sort of thing. And then we're gonna, uh, after we make something, uh, I think maybe we'll have, like, a prompt each time of, like, okay, this is sort of a, a theme or an idea we're going with. And then we'll try to make something. I mean, I was thinking we're telling a long-form story. So we know oh, so gotcha. our prompt is what happens next in the story. Oh, I'm down for that too. Yes, sorry. This like, is working like it that, out. That yeah. was the mental image that, that we had of like, we don't need to come up with prompts because we know what happened last time. We just need to figure out what happens next. Yeah. And make that into a game that we then play. Yes, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. So that, that was our concept for it. And then we didn't communicate it very clearly. And... And was still on board, which is amazing. <laughs> I, I guess I'm very like uh, down for I don't know the the ambition of this. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, 
amazing, and I really appreciate your taking a chance on this ridiculous idea. Oh yeah, thank thank because you. Because I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, I think and so. I think that we can do it. Yes. Um, having established this idea, we were like, "What do we tell a story about?" Uh, yeah. So for this first episode, uh, since this is sort of uh being part of the the pod jam by the podcast minds we decided to sort of go with a theme of the podcast minds or maybe more broadly like the minds uh and i think we mm-hmm. were thinking maybe some sort of abandoned mine and yeah and i think for we were trying to determine what the genre might be so we were thinking something like why horror um yeah yeah so then we're just gonna uh try to spin off from that. Yeah. Yeah. So some kind of why a horror story um involving an abandoned mine in some prominent fashion. Because mines. Yes. <laughs> uh safety tools. We we are using safety tools because we would like this to go well and we don't want to do anything that's painful for the other. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about what kind of safety system we're using? Uh, yeah. So I like lines and veils. Like, cause, cause we like lines and veils and we use them a lot. Mm-hmm. And so M went to look up lines and veils and found this thing called the RPG consent checklist. Um, it, it's part of a resource that Sean K. Reynolds and Shanna Germain put out with, uh, Monty Cook Games. LLC. Mm-hmm. It is a place where we can like note down game theme, uh, what its rating would be if it was a movie, and we can go through a whole bunch of common things that give people problems and say enthusiastic consent, bring it on. Okay, failed off stage might be okay on stage. It requires discussion ahead of time, uncertain, or hardline do not include. And so things like uh, bugs, and demons, and spiders, and, like, on-screen romance and stuff, is stuff that we have, is, like, there was a big list of things where we can decide, okay, is this a green, a yellow, or a red? Yeah. So, um, I could go through all the reds, maybe, and just kind of sum it up. Yeah, sure, if 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 that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, we have a number of kind of probably veils on top of this, but we're we're going to avoid including uh any kind of explicit sex. Mm-hmm. Uh like fade to black might happen, but like that's it's not going to be like on camera. Mm-hmm. Uh there's not going to be any deaths of close loved ones or family members. Uh, we are not going to be dealing with homophobia, racism, or sexism, other, uh, social and cultural issues we can discuss if it seems like something that needs discussing. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be pregnancy, miscarriage, or abortion. There's not going to be sexual assault. We're probably not going to have torture show up in the story, but if it does, it is not going to be showing up as a source of information, uh, because torture does not give you information. It just traumatizes people. That's not how torture works. 24, you're an awful TV show. <laughs> how long has 24 been off the air? 
Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, we're also not going to have any, like, home invasion mm-hmm. uh, happen in this game. Like, those are our lines, and there's a lot of other stuff which is kind of probably going to be veiled. Like, um, one that us packbats added is people being in hopeless situations, because uh, that can really get to us. Yeah. Are there any others you want to shout out? Uh, for me, bugs is sort of a, a veiled thing of like, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think mm-hmm, I would want to mm-hmm. maybe have them not be described super realistically is all. Uh, yeah. Things like that. I want to give a shout out to Jeff Stormer right now, because mm-hmm. there was an episode of Party of One where there was a little bit of discussion of safety tools on the air because he discovered live during an episode something that he needed veiled. Mm. And um, I just, he's been, like, one, just a really good example of, like, really great actual play, but also, like, I really appreciate that kind of teaching moment with using safety tools and updating your safety tools during a session and just normalizing that because it's a good thing. Yeah, you can't know everything about yourself until it happens sometimes so it's i i and i apologize to our lovely hosts for mentioning an enemy of their podcast in their specific game <laughs> jam podcast yes. yes 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 um, enemy of the podcast <laughs> it is not a sincere apology but it is an apology yes <laughs> so we know that we want a kind of YA horror jam horror story yeah and like a kind of PG, PG 13 kind of thing. We have a bunch of safety tools because, based on everything I've heard about, like Animorphs and <laughs> a Bridge of Terabithia uh-huh. and a bunch of other YA stuff, like YA and heavy are not mutually exclusive and we're going to take care of each other. Yeah. But, like, how do you. Uh, so so we need to design a game to, like, fit the intro or prologue or chapter one of this horror story involving an abandoned mine. So right. what is the intro to that story? Yeah. Um, let's see. So do we want to go into, like, setting first? Or... Uh, setting is probably good to establish, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any settings that, like, you feel comfortable with? Let's see. Uh, I I think I'm most familiar with sort of modern day stuff, but I, I'm also totally mm-hmm. down to do maybe something that's sort of uh, more fantasy. Um, I guess it could be a sci-fi mind, too. <laughs> yeah, it could. We're good with... Um, we were talking about, like, YA horror, so, like... Mm-hmm. Sci-fi would work well with that. Fantasy would work well with that. Modern day would work well with that. Yeah. I I guess are we thinking? Uh, is it like creature horror or um something more? We were talking about this in the chat of like what mm-hmm. there's a lot of kinds of horror you, you brought up. Um, yeah, and like is it more of an existential thing or is it uh I I. I don't know how to describe the horror of Animorphs, if, if you know what I mean. So it's like, it, it's a lot of different horrors in there. <laughs> All we know about Animorphs is having listened to enough of uh, Dumb Kids Playing Hero, the mm-hmm. 
podcast, right. which is yeah. an Animorphs-inspired actual play, to, yeah. like, realize how dark that universe is. <laughs> um, yes. I, but, like... Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that's kind of like spy fiction horror? Hmm. Uh, could you explain a little more? I'm not familiar, sorry. So, so like, the part where it's like, you have to work undercover over a long period of time, and you need to protect your cover, and you're doing these secret operations, and you're not really going to be getting credit for oh, them. Oh, spy fiction. Spy fiction? Is that what you said? <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, like, I heard bi bi-fiction, like bisexual fiction, and I was like, okay, <laughs> interesting, interesting. I mean, we are talking about a Standing Stones production. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> not all of the characters are straight. Fair, 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 fair. But, um, no, we, spy we, fiction. we said yes. spy fiction. Excellent, yes. Apologies. <laughs> I, huh. We could have planned this in advance. <laughs> Maybe. Um... Yeah. This is the ambition of this, right? Where it's like, okay, we're trying to come up with this during the podcast. I think creature horror might be easiest to write. I I kind of agree, a, yeah. So, and, and it can be as simple as there is a creature associated with this mine, mm -hmm. and now things start happening in the area. Yeah. And... Presumably our protagonists will trace it back to the mine at some point in the story, but I think where it starts, I think it would make sense to, like, establish the mine to the audience, but not to the characters as a starting point. Mm, yeah. For for the, the people who are um, playing the game, do they get to design what the, the creature is? Hmm. Or or do we have sort of a set so creature? We're the <laughs> ones playing the game. Ah, okay. So as the people who Okay. But no, that's a good question. Do we want M and Packbats like twenty minutes to half an hour, hopefully not a full hour, because I'd like this to be less than three hours long? <laughs> yes. But do we want them? to know about the creature. I feel like it's cool if we get hints and no definite picture. Hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. maybe that's maybe that's a mechanic, is like, I don't know, draw tarot cards or something like that, and they, it is like, okay, this is a hint that we get of the creature. Yeah. And it's like, we never actually see the full thing. We just get, like, if we wanted a really simple game, maybe it's just like, we alternate between, I don't know, describing someone running away and cut to hint of the creature. And each of us takes turns adding a hint of the creature and then describing the next bit of the person running away to lead into the next hint. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, for... Descriptions of the creature, are are we doing it where it's, like, things that we come up with, or is it, like, some sort of list of things that we roll a dice to choose from, or uh, some sort of random generator that we go to? Hmm. I like randomly selected prompts. Okay. And yeah. maybe, like, randomly selected intersections of prompts, where it's, like, this. each suit means this, each rank means this. 
like if it's like a deck of cards, then it could be like, okay, so oh, yeah. hearts means that we see such and such. And then a five means that we see such and such. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I, I guess if we do that, then the, the next thing we need to do is decide, do we like that format of like, we alternate taking turns? I guess, like, I describe the person like running out of the mine and then you draw a card and describe the hint of the monster that we get. And then you describe the person like running into the woods and I draw a card and describe the next hint of the monster and back and forth like that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Let's see. Okay. I wanted to check cause I kind of just threw that out, but like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm interested. So, would you get the reference if I said Guy Fliegman? Is that his name? Uh, I would not, sorry. <laughs> no, it, you are incredibly valid. <laughs> so, in the 1999 uh, Star Trek parody Galaxy Quest, oh. one of the characters was uh-huh. uh, this guy, Guy Fliegman, who, he was in one episode as an extra who got killed to show the situation was serious. Ah. Okay. So, we don't have to do that, but I'm imagining whoever it is that, like, met the monster first dies, and the part with the protagonists is going to come with, like, in the next episode, we can deal with the body being found, and that kind of starting the plot rolling. I I like that, yeah. Just as, like, a, okay, someone, the... Uh, I'm just gonna say start describing the guy. Yeah. Do we, okay, do we want to choose a, I'm going to say describing the victim, because then we can decide gender however we want. Yeah. Fleeing. Game starts with one player describing the victim fleeing out the entrance of the mine. I shouldn't talk while I'm typing. I'm going to go ahead and type up what we just did if you want to start thinking about, like, meanings for suits and ranks. Uh, sure. Let's see. So there's four suits, and then so many ranks. Okay. Um, Thirteen. Yeah. Yes. So if it's, like, parts of the monster, I guess we could sort of, like, do sections of the body that way. Or whatever body the the creature has. So we could do, like... Yeah. There's also, like, different senses. Like... Oh, that's true. A sight, a sound... A trail left. Hmm. I I like that better, actually. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do maybe like the senses that you get from it. Uh. Okay. So touch, sight, taste, taste. I don't know. <laughs> I hope no one's I... tasting whatever is happening, but maybe they will. Um. I I don't think taste taste seems like a weird one. <laughs> Sounds, sound and smell, probably, is better, yeah. And then, is it, I guess it's 13 for each, so it's, like, little descriptors for each. One of these could be, like, pick your own. That's, that's totally fine. Deuce is wild. Two is pick your own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just type up the four suits and the 13 ranks while you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, touch, let's see, uh, scaly, hairy. Smooth. Oh, slimy. Uh, <laughs> suggestion, just to 
So if we describe everything, then we'd have 52 different prompts. Mm, yes. I was thinking we have four prompts for suit, uh-huh. 13 prompts for rank, and then we take whatever our suit prompt is and whatever our rank prompt is and mash them together. So, like, I'm going to use, like, a, a food metaphor for some reason. Like, if if the suit prompt was fried and the rank prompt was cabbage, then you'd try to figure out what is a fried cabbage dish. Oh, uh, I think I understand. So I'm not sure, though. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, like if, if, if the suit is touch, uh-huh. then... Uh, a four means one thing, but if the suit is sight, then the four means a different thing. Because the four prompt gets reinterpreted based on that. So the prompt doesn't have to be specifically for touch. It should be a prompt that would work for any of the suits. I guess hair would work for any of the suits. Oh, okay. Hmm. But yeah, I didn't know if there was a confusion there. Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um... And then Hearts, Diamonds, Clubs, Spades is still, like, all the senses, right? Or is it something else? Uh, I like senses. You, you, you said senses? Let's go with that. Oh, okay. Um, so what are the four senses we're using? Uh, I think it was touch, sight, smell, sound. Okay, uh, which one is which? Club is touch. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, okay. Diamond is sound? <laughs> Okay. Heart is sight. <laughs> this this has okay. no meaning. I don't know why. Um, spades is uh, smell. I mean, it could have meaning. That's why I wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, wow. So three would be... How, how about you give one example and then I'll do another one. Okay. I'm going to say wet. Gross. Yes. <laughs> I, it's a monster. We, yeah, I, so- I, I think that... No, I approve. I cool. just, it is gross. <laughs> cool. Yes. Um, we will not describe it in too much detail, but you, you can. I we're mean, allowed to. Yeah. We're allowed to be little or gross as a treat in a horror. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, it's hard to get one that fits all these. Uh, I just want to do slimy, but that's basically just wet, but with extra stuff. <laughs> hmm. Um, a- angular? That's not. You can't have an angular, angular sound. Is cool. Can you have an angular oh, sound? Uh, yeah. It would be like sharp, sharp maybe, maybe sharp's better. Sharp and maybe glassy. Yeah, like yeah, like as a sound designer, if you told me to come up with an angular sound, I could give it my best. And <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I feel like. Somewhat a better producer than me could do it, mm. and I could try. <laughs> so I'm good with angular. Okay. And if we have to figure out what an angular smell is, then then that's a warning to anyone who tries to play this game <laughs> that we just made up. I, gu- I guess we could also like smell is is good, but I guess if we want th- we're we're making this, so if we wanted to be like, okay, there's only three suits, you're not going to do one of them if you. <laughs> Um, if the like, yeah. smell gets too... And we can always just discard draws. That's true. Like, we're in the best game design situation because the only people who we're responsible to are ourselves, and so anything we don't like, we can just change. That's true. And also, the game designers are going to be here for the game being played and can resolve any ambiguity. Yeah. 
because we're the game designers and we're playing it. Yes. This is part of why I thought it would really work, is because, like, like I was thinking about um, Scott Benson talking about Night in the Woods in, at GDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a talk, like, Nuke Possum Springs, that's just an amazing talk. And talking about how, like, the game is full of these little mini-games, and they don't have to be good mini-games, because, like, you only play it for 30 seconds, and then it's over, or whatever. That's true. And so you, it can be what serves the story in this moment. And I, I think that's the thing that we can do with this with this podcast, is just make a game that serves the moment. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay, you, you throw an angular, so I have to do one. Um, scratchy. Ooh, yes. Mm, good one. Thanks. Um, is, is fresh weird? <laughs> is fresh a weird one for a monster? I like having weird ones in there. Okay. <laughs> I I think it's good to have the possibility of something really unexpected. Mm, yes. Um, vivid. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's good. This is <laughs> we've given ourselves a weird challenge. Uh. Yeah. Uh, cr- crackly. I don't know. <laughs> that's good. I I'm just imagining like if we have a crackly sound. <sighs> I I don't know. Like crackly gives me so many vibes of like, what if reality is breaking around this creature? Mm. Yes. And I would love to make that happen. So I love having this possibility. <laughs> um, what are some classic horror? Uh, animalistic. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's just classic. That's good. Yeah. Uh, soapy. <laughs> That's so weird. It's weird. <laughs> I, I, I like having weird ones in there, and that is a weird one. Uh, okay. I guess it could have been bubbly too. Either one. Both are both are weird. Both are weird. And I'm I'm down for weird. Thank you. <laughs> um, shifting. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Metamorphizing. Ooh. I, I feel like that's easier to apply to things that aren't sight. Yeah, nice. Uh, I said angular, and I wanted to say pointy, but that's kind of related. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Stretchy. <laughs> Stretchy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. That that's that, sort of related to ooh. to yours, but. <laughs> but no, like, uh, you have such such weird ones. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I I, huh? I. This is gonna be really interesting. <laughs> I'm I'm excited about playing this game. Yay! Um, I am too. Okay, so sight, sound, touch, and smell. I'm gonna say deep. Oh, deep is good. Yes. And that is we have a game. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna read it out from start to finish, and then we can talk about if there's anything we want to edit. Uh, sure. Yeah. Game starts with one player describing the victim fleeing out the entrance of the mine. From there, players take turns adding to the scene with a hint of the monster based on the prompt associated with the card, the next bit of the victim fleeing. After X number of turns, the victim is caught with one final hint of the monster. Prompt grade, hearts is sight, diamonds is sound, clubs is touch, spades is smell. Two Pick your own. Three, wet. Four, angular. Five, scratchy. 
Six fresh. Seven vivid. Eight crackly. Nine animalistic. Ten soapy. Jack metamorphizing. Queen stretchy. A deep. Wonderful. All right. All right. I forgot to say, take turns drawing cards, because I just mentioned a card, and I never explained how you got a card. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. We just took a bio break. Yes. And during the bio break, I took the opportunity to shuffle the deck of cards that was next to me. <gasps> Yay! Yes. So, uh, we can use that for a deck of cards. Yeah. Um, I-, I wasn't sure if there was an online one. I mean, there probably is, but... There is an online one, but... Also, we don't have to deal with that because, like, this isn't a competitive thing. This is a cooperative thing. And <laughs> I have a deck of cards. Yay! Good. And we're just drawing cards. So all we need is just cards. Sounds good. How many turns should we take? Hmm. I would say three to five. How do you feel about that? Okay. Yeah. How about this? Like, one of us starts. So, like, Ace. A describes the victim fleeing out the interest of the mind. Then B draws a card uh, to do both things. A draws a card to do both things. B draws a card to do both things. And then A draws a card to catch the victim. Yes. So each of us draws two cards. Sounds that that sounds good to me. Okay. I wait. I'm sorry. Gonna... I I might have misunderstood something. Are we describing the victim with these words as well, <laughs> or no? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, the way I was imagining it is, is like very kind of cinematic. Like mm-hmm. the camera follows the victim along and then either there's like a sound or it cuts to a glimpse. So it is describing what the victim is doing. Glimpse of the monster. Mm-hmm. Describing what the victim. And so the card is only for the glimpse of the monster and the victim, we can do anything we want. Gotcha. Okay. Because we kind of know what the victim is doing. They're running away and being caught. Yes. But the monster, we want to be mysterious, and so we're being random with it. I like that. Yes. Sounds good. Thank you. That, that was my thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with um, that. Thank you so much. Right. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to call Otter even, and then I'll flip the top card, and that decides who goes... Wait. Call red or black, because then there's an even num- equal number of each. Oh, sick. Uh, I will call black. It's red. Ah. Okay. Um, okay. It was a jack of hearts. Yes. So I guess I will. We, we didn't just really decide on very much. We decided it was a modern day and there's this abandoned mine. I, I have to imagine, like, is this like a small town? Is this like what used to be a small town out in the country, but the city grew and now it's just kind of a suburb? Is it like. A small town that became larger is is it like a small town but it became smaller. I I like hmm, I I kind of like suburb town that has like mining history, if that makes sense. Like yeah, kind of like everyone who lived here came here as like part of a mining town, and then in the beginning, and then it sort of grew from there, and then now is. It, yeah. That's sort of ancient history to the people who live there now, but it's it's maybe like something yeah. they talk about in, like, in the textbooks. Yeah. If you go down to like the town, 
history, some historical building associated with the town, mm -hmm. then there'll be, then in the exhibit about the history of the town, there'll be that black and white photo of here is the town as it was originally a mining town. Yes. So this is just like in, I don't know, a green, in like an overgrown kind of green area near this suburb or like kind of sort of in it there's like an old dirt road or something going to it and there's this mine it hasn't been used in decades is is this like a mine where like you know how sometimes old things around the town will become like historic landmarks is this like a thing where people take tours here and then just something has happened for some reason that has this has this monster been living here for a long time or is it suddenly been created i guess we don't know but i don't know um i i we can leave it sort my of more instinct, mysterious <laughs> we can leave it sort of mysterious my uh, my instinct is that it's abandoned and not used and maybe there are kids in the area who know about it mm. but it's not a tourist destination at all there's no tours and like yeah. at most there are urban explorers who mention it on their like forum posts? Oh, like a like a geocacher <laughs> or something. Yeah. So maybe. Oh, that's interesting. Like maybe this person is just like a geocacher. Oh no. <laughs> who's like, oh. what if I, what if I hit a thing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like near this mine. Oh. And it's like, I wonder if there's a good hiding space like in the entrance to the mine. And then they walk in, and then they found something. And they went running out. Mm. And, like, in the next scene, it'll be like, this geocacher was found dead near the vicinity of this abandoned mine. Um, yeah. the, and it'll be, it'll be some kind of announcement. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's some sort of, like, is it, a, is it an animal attacks in the area? Or something like that. Um, I guess depending on yeah. the monster. Maybe, maybe animal attack is sort of... Would be weird. I guess. I guess if it was like a weird soapy attack, if that happens, then maybe people would be like more questioning. But uh. yeah. Well, I mean, the monster, the glimpse of the monster being soapy doesn't necessarily mean that that's that's true. <laughs> what, and also, we can we can take advantage of the fact that police don't give a shit. This and is true. Have weird things at the scene that the police just did fully did not care about. Also, but true. our protagonists do. Yes. Oh, who will our uh, protagonist be? This is exciting. <laughs> I, I call this character a victim because... I, oh, like, next session? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I My instinct is, like, 18-year-olds in the area who are, like, you know, it's their last summer before going off to college. They have nothing to do, and there was this weird news story, so why not just wander around and... <laughs> find out what happened like some some bored teens that are like some bored i i was literally think i feel like that's a great ya protagonist is a group of bored teens who stumble upon the plot oh for sure yeah um oh do you mind if i ask a question about our geocacher <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call them the geocacher yeah, now <laughs> uh, i i want to know stuff about this geocacher because we're going to be playing this character for the next little bit not very long probably yeah um Let's see. Rip. Is did our geocacher? I guess this isn't more in relation to the monster, but did our geocacher wake up the monster or something like that, or was the monster sort of just like always there and just happen upon our geocacher? 
I kind of like woke up That's- somehow, but I don't know what that would yeah. mean. <laughs> I mean, what it would mean is that nothing weird's been happening, and now weird stuff starts happening after this body is found. Yes. Like, this is the start of when the horror stuff starts happening. Yes. Because the monster wasn't awake before, and then this this poor geocacher who really had no idea what they were getting into. <laughs> just just got wanted unlucky. to just wanted to just wanted get some to make points. a cool puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Um do you have any ideas about this character? Hmm. I uh, I have a D eight. If you want me to do a die roll for like gender prompt. Oh yeah, sure. I'm down for that. Like, what I usually do is, like, one, two, three is, like, a dude, and then four through six is a lady, and then seven and eight is whatever flavor of non-binary we feel like. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Two. Ooh, all right. It's a guy. All right. This this poor guy, geocacher. <laughs> geocacher guy. Yeah. Oh. Um, them's the bricks. Sometimes you wake up a monster when you're trying to... Just cache your geo. That's not how geocaching works. You don't cache the geo. You know what I mean. <laughs> we do that do- do- joke too. And we actually don't know much about geocaching, so we would appreciate any any world-building knowledge that you have that would be helpful here. Uh, yes, I-, I went with a good friend to geocache, and it was fun. But it was like also sort of uh, horrifying to find like a lot of... Y- you know, you're out in the wild, so there's animal life and insect life. So sometimes there's insect life in the mm. things that I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but it's fine. Ah. It's yeah. it's cool to like okay. see stuff that people leave there. So I, I don't know. Um I guess we could also talk about like what this person maybe leaves behind for other geocachers to find and then maybe something horrible happens as a result of that. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe the thing they brought mm. happened to be something that disturbed this mm. monster. Yes. Do we want this monster to have any connection to the mine and its history, or is it just some sort of supernatural accident thing <laughs> that, that happened? I I feel like it's probably gonna have a connection to the mine and the history. Mm. I don't think we'll know this episode. That's fair, yeah. I'm gonna take notes on everything we just said, because, like... Oh, yeah, sure. We need to have this data. I'm just gonna t- start. T- I'm just gonna take some notes and be quiet for a sec. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Our geocacher comes and unfortunately <laughs> brings something to the mine that is not good for the monster uh, or the creature. I don't know what we're calling the being. And then mm-hmm. I I don't know if it's like maybe placing it somewhere that is troublesome to the creature and like makes it go like oh something's wrong. I I kind of like that a mm-hmm. little bit of like. Oh, you disturbed the mine. Now you pay the price, sort of thing. Um, ter- territorial. Do, we, do you? I don't know. Sorry, I just realized I should write down the thing about the protagonists being bored, te- bored teenagers. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, our bored teens. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to bored teens. <laughs> Stay safe. Shout outs. Yes. If you set off explosives, then get back to a safe distance, for please. Please. I don't know if bored teens set off explosives anymore. This is just an anecdote. That we heard from someone who used to be a board teen. <laughs> I, I hear the board teens mm. are blowing things up. I, I, I could see that. 
I I think that was not the flavor of board teen I was, but I can definitely imagine other board teens doing this. <laughs> I feel like we were extremely boring as far as board teens went. <laughs> like so I I feel that I was also probably in that in that realm. <laughs> yeah. So um, we will imagine fictional board teens doing maybe more exciting things. <laughs> yeah. If if we want to come up with a mini game for improvised explosives later, then we can. Yeah. But like the board teens aren't here right now. Right now, do we want to give a name to this geocacher? Ooh. Let's see. Mm. So in the deck I have, it's some Israeli deck that I've never heard of mm. elsewhere. And it has uh, this guy in, like, scale mail. Oh. With, I think it's like a brass shield, maybe? Huh. Uh, Holding a sword, and it says Absalom. Oh, that's a cool name. And then it says something in Hebrew. Okay. Yeah, it's a rad name. Um, Does does it have any uh, cultural meaning? I I assume most names do, but... Absolutely certain it does. <laughs> I'm 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 typing it into Wikipedia as we speak. Sick, thank you. <laughs> uh, Absalom uh, was the third son of David, king of Israel, with uh, Makkah, daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. Uh, Two Samuel fourteen twenty five describes him as the handsomest man in the kingdom. Absalom eventually rebelled against his father and was killed during the Battle of Ephraim's Wood. Hmm. I'm I'm looking up baby names that mean earth. <laughs> I feel like, mm. but may- maybe the the name that you have could be good for like a last name, or uh, we could do so, first name too. I'm down for either. I'm going. There's a link at the top of the page which says Absalom name. Uh, I have Axton. There is a section of people with Absalom as a surname. Oh, sick! So we can absolutely have Absalom or Absalom as a surname, or or whatever variation. We want because uh, no one can stop us. Yes. <laughs> um, There's I'm also a list of variant forms that includes Asplin, Aspling, and Ashplant. Huh. Which are interesting. Yeah. But yes, uh, you say your thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm submitting the name Axton. <laughs> Axton Absalom. Axton. How do you spell that? Yes, I will put it in the chat. It it apparently means Earth. Though, I don't know how much I trust the Maybe Names websites. <laughs> I will type it into a wiktionary and see if it has anything to say. Yeah. Uh, Old English Aka, a personal name, plus Old English Stan, meaning stone. Mm. Okay. So it is somehow connected to stone. Huh. Okay. So this used to be a habitational surname that became a male given name. So this is a person who's first name whose given name was historically a surname and whose surname was historically a given name that's very fun <laughs> i i dig it i'm down for that yeah okay so axton absalom is a uh, he him uh is a geocacher who is doing something in this mine mm-hmm. presumably is probably nothing that should have mattered but like then it did mm-hmm. and now he, I guess, to move into the game. Hi, this is the Packbat. 
Imnus went a little hard with some of the descriptions in the game we played, so content warnings on that section for body horror, allusion to retching, implied death by suffocation, and mention of bugs. If you would like to skip to the debrief, that starts at 1 hour, 6 minutes, and 40 seconds. Thank you. I think there's a clattering sound. Like, I, I think the area around the mine is, it's kind of overgrown. There's like, there used to be a fence, but it fell over a long time ago. Uh, like a big wire link fence. And like, there's like a gravel road, like leading, leading down the hill to the mine entrance, maybe. Mm, yeah. I don't know if the mine entrance would be the low point or high point. I know nothing about mines. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That, that sounds um, right. I, I, I believe it. Yeah. So the, like, there's, there's like an entrance tunnel into the mine where it's like large enough for a vehicle to come in mm. or like a, like a small, let's say that there's railway, railroad tracks for like a little trolley, which would like come out to this like gravel, this used to be gravel area, but it's mostly grass at this point. Yeah. With like some shrubs encroaching from the edges. Yeah. Grass um, and weeds and yeah. Yeah. And so there's a clattering sound inside and a yelp and a man with kind of wavy blonde hair in like, practical outdoorsy clothes um i think it's a i think it's like a cold like a, a cool summer morning mm. like it's gonna be hot later but it's not hot yet and so he's he's just kind of in like a a, a t-shirt a, a long sleeve shirt and jeans like a a, a gray long-sleeved like just pullover shirt Maybe one of those ones that's kind of a little bit plasticky, like runners wear. Yeah, he's he's got the which um, he is. <laughs> sorry, I think he's got those like high visibility jackets on. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. and he he's wearing like a the kind of shirt a runner would wear: a high visibility jacket and a pair of practical boots. And uh, I mean the. I guess the shirt maybe helps him and the boots don't, because right now he is running. He's running as hard as he can, uh, glancing over his shoulder. As he gets out of the entrance of the mine, he veers to head towards where the fence has fallen over to get out of this area at the mine entrance. Mm. Uh, I will flip a card for you. Thank you. <laughs> it is the Jack of Spades. Ooh, okay. Let's see. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the smell is metamorphosizing. <laughs> huh. Okay, I didn't think of that combo. I, I like it. It's uh so so is it the sorry, just checking in. Uh is it the viewer is getting like well I obviously the viewer can't smell the things. So I guess that doesn't make sense. I, <laughs> I guess think, it would be the I mean Yeah. Let's imagine that this is a book and so the narrator is describing the smell. Ah, okay. Good. That uh, a limited third-person narrator is viewing the scene as it unfolds. Awesome, okay. <laughs> Alright, so the smell is... I 
maybe it's overwhelming. Maybe it's like, it sounds like it's changing as this person is running away. Uh, like, like, Axton is coughing as the smell shifts from one thing to another? Yeah. It's, it's, um, burnt rubber to kind of like a burning exhaust. To, <laughs> sorry, two burnings in a row, but, um, yeah <laughs> to kind of like a like a oily smell to i'm I'm going for mine <laughs> mine mine smells i hope that's mm-hmm. all right um no that's good and then i guess like unwashed bodies uh to sort of that that fresh dirt smell um to hmm. kind of like i i don't know if this is like a smell that you get too much but it's sort of like I feel like sometimes there's a smell from from metal of like like fresh metal where you like smell it and you can sort of smell the you feel like you can smell the 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 copper or the um the iron or something that's like really fresh. Mhm. Uh yeah. And then it kind of shifts between these a lot in sort of like a noxious cloud that you can't see but you can definitely like feel like you're getting when you're close to it. Yeah, and Axton can definitely smell this. Yeah. Was was that so okay? <laughs> I haven't done this before. That was great. Was that good? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Feel, feel free to let me know if you want to add anything when I do this, too. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I just figured, like, you, this is the smell that is surrounding Axton as he's running. So I could tell you what my mental image was of, like, where this is. Yeah. Or you could just, like, I was imagining, like, maybe there's a tree down on this road. And so he walked up this road from his car, and now he's trying to run and get back to his car. So he's going to go over the fence and down the road and over the tree and try to get to the car. Ah, yes. And I'm thinking that because that lets us separate him very slightly from the mine, which I think also explains why the police didn't even look. Oh, at the mine? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So he's got covered in this this stench, and now he's running and trying to avoid <laughs> all the the distance that he created. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, like, do you want to add any details of like sounds or sights or other smells that come in as he gets distance from the mine entrance? Um, I guess is this nighttime or is it daytime? I was imagining morning. Morning. So like it's. Like, it's not colored like it's dark. It's, like, blue, Mm. except it's not bright yet. Like, it's a little bit hard to see anything, even though it's, like, the sky is light. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, That's just the mental image that sprang into my mind when I was imagining a geocacher, like, going off and doing a thing. (laughs) Yes. Oh, poor geocacher. Um, I keep saying that, but I do feel bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Let's see. So. There's, it, it seems like there should be like morning bird song, but there's not because the birds have sort of gone silent at the sight of what's happening and mm. the the kind of desperate crunching of gravel under sensible shoes. And I, I don't know if the, the monster is making a sound yet because we haven't really like done a, I'll done a card. Draw a card. Yeah. Oh, I got spades. So we don't have a sound yet. Okay. Wait, did we get smell again? 
Yes, <laughs> we got four of spades for an angular smell. Oh, dang, this this monster is smelly. All right. <laughs> or this creature. Um, yeah. I think there's a moment where it feels like Axton has finally gotten a breath of fresh air, like he's gotten far enough out that he can inhale deeply, mm-hmm. and it's not horrible. Yeah. And so he does, and that's what, and like, in that moment of like inhaling, it, 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 it just, there's something wrong and like rancid sweet vinegar about the breath. And he almost retches, uh, but like, there's the clattering sound of the, of the fence moving as he runs across it and, and drops back to the ground and bolts onto the gravel road down the hill. Uh, up the hill. And th- you can just hear his, his breath, like, breaking and then just coming again in, in like, gasps mm. as he tries to keep moving. Yeah. Gotta breathe to run. I <laughs> hope that wasn't too gross. Oh, no, that was great. Okay. I like that a lot. Uh, I can draw a card for you? Yes, please. Thank you. All right, we have the Ten of Clubs. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, we have Soapy Touch. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So I guess the mon- the, the creature has, has reached this geocacher who's sort of scrabbling up to, to get up the hill to the car. And it... Hmm. I guess Soapy is also like, okay, is this creature, like, does it have hands or is it like legs or is it sort of like a blob of something <laughs> uh hmm i don't know um maybe the narration is from axton's viewpoint mm. and he's not looking back but he feels something that is soapy <laughs> from the monster i let's that see he's not looking at this second yeah axton is is running and scrambling and then sort of feels like, uh, let's see, maybe on, like, a leg. Something that feels, like, sort of soft and also, like, sort of slimy in a way that's not mm-hmm. expected. And it's, the the shape of it isn't like a hand. It's sort of, like, smooth and just sort of capped off at the end in a way that's startling. It's not a tentacle, but it sort of... If you're not looking, it might feel like that, except for how like stiff the material feels otherwise, besides the sliminess. <laughs> How's that? Mm, mm. <laughs> Th- that's really creepy. Okay, good. Th- that's really... Okay, so what's he do? We have a- so I-, I guess more, more scrambling, right? Because it's just like, oh god, there's like a tentacle soapy thing <laughs> touching me. Like, like he-, he manages to get his foot up and over it and keep running? I guess so. Maybe, maybe like, sort of kicks and, like, maybe, like, dents it in a way that feels wrong. <laughs> oh, wait! Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is gonna be the last draw, because, like, this is the draw, we said two each. Oh, true, true. So, okay. this is the draw where we get the hint of the guy getting, of accident getting got. Oh, for sure. So yes. maybe he doesn't manage to get out from this, whatever limb it is. Yes. But he kicks at it. Yeah. Are you okay with like weird denting? 
Yeah. All right. We're dead. That's interesting. Like, there's a gift in the body in a way that is like, oh, that's not, that's not a human body. (laughs) Okay. That's something for us to find out what it means later, which is the whole point of this. (laughs) Yeah. I got a queen of spades. A stretchy smell. Oh, okay. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, um, good, good luck. (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh. Maybe there's, like, uh. I think something else claps, clasps over his face. Mm. And he can't see anything. It's that same soapy texture. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't smell like. The metal or the smoke, it, it's, it smells like rubber. Mm, but like fresh and rubber. No. No? Like, yeah. oh, maybe? Well, no, 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 I, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it smells like rubber or, or something. It is, this, this, this creature is very... You just run into so many spells with this creature, apparently. <laughs> you you um, could I, I was thinking like if you want, maybe this creature has like a, other appendages or limbs that are not like uh part of the main creature or something like that. Like Yeah. I, I think whatever it is that casts over Axton's face, like he has this smell of rubber and like this taste of rubber in his mouth. Ugh, gross. <laughs> And that's where it cuts. Mm. And whatever we see next is what we see next. But like that, you have a blank space at the bottom of the page and you turn it over and it says chapter one. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Okay. We did it. Yeah. We did it. We did the thing. (laughs) Okay. Like, how was that? Like. Oh, that was cool. I, I, I. Yeah. I think we definitely hit our horror theme, but, but like still within like that kind of this, the space we were aiming for. Yeah. I I think so. And yeah, uh, I, I think it was like a manageable, uh, I, as we said, I haven't done this before, but like, I was a little bit like, Oh geez, I don't know how to like make a game obviously. And then it was sort of uh, yeah. nice to just sort of make enough game to do what we, we're going to do like you said so that that was cool <laughs> yeah 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 like this was enough yeah if if we were making it again i guess i guess okay so is there anything that we would want to change or or do we want to just or, or is this like good hmm i i guess let's see so so for us we went like uh you me you me and then we were determined, like, uh, I don't know if other people would want to be like, okay, I am only doing the geocacher stuff. <laughs> well, sorry, not the geocacher stuff, the victim stuff. And then I am only yeah. doing the, um, the, the monster description stuff. But like, I guess then mm. one of them is like totally open to whatever besides the chase. And then the other is, so I, I kind of like the way we did it where we switched off. Yeah. I, I was just thinking like, like when I suggested that, I was thinking like because both of us are creating both 
roles, it ends up like it's not just one of us comes up with what we imagined a monster was. We are both reacting to what the other person put on the table. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, I guess maybe there needs to be like a part of like the story of like I, I liked how you like laid out the scene. So maybe we need to like put that in writing of like okay, there needs to be a part where you describe the the situation a little bit more of like and then um, maybe like put up you, you put up like little obstacles right of like the uh the victim getting back to the the car so like maybe it needs to be like okay if you have this many of turns for the geocache you need to have this many little things in between them getting trying to get back well before they get killed obviously <laughs> um I would like to propose another edit. I think oh, yeah. that's a great edit. I really like your suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to change this game so that uh, instead of saying the victim, it says the geocacher. Oh, it has to be a geocacher. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. We, part of what is delightful about games, uh -huh. e about games is having agency taken away from you, mm -hmm. having decisions already made for you mm -hmm. that you can then, like, bounce off of and create more from i i dig it we're gonna anger the geocacher community and, <laughs> uh this is this is a shout out to the geocacher community uh a shout out <laughs> please stay safe do not waken up any horror movie monsters in abandoned mines this is this um, is one of those very specific t-shirts we <laughs> we love what you do yes i am a geocacher i have woken up the the beast from the the they abandoned mine, and all I got was this T-shirt. Yes, 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 and also killed. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, we cannot put this T-shirt that we have just designed on Axton Absalom. No, no, no. <laughs> he he will not be wearing a T-shirt that says that. No, maybe there's like a weird group of no. I was gonna say there's a weird like fan group that doesn't make sense <laughs> i don't know what that would be it that it, it no if they make a murder I mean, podcast about our 30 our years show. from now <laughs> after the story has been adapted to like a tv miniseries yes then someone will make that shirt axton but like axton fans <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay um and i guess but yeah like yeah. no that's that's a good shout uh, it, it shouldn't start with the victim fleeing. It should start with establishing the scene. Yeah. Um, kind of like establishing a route, sort of. Okay. Uh, so establishing the scene and the route the victim attempts to take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, maybe instead, and, and maybe like you design the route to have the number of steps for the number of cards you want to draw. Mm, yes. Yes. Okay. Nice. Um, we we never hit pick your own, but are are we also okay with like the um the words that we chose and sort of the 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 senses? Because I know like sometimes there were some weird combos, but um, yeah, I guess that's part of the fun. I mean, we hit weird combos and made them work. Yeah, is the thing. So like, I I guess I don't know if we need to pick your own. Yeah. But, like, like maybe maybe we'll end up replacing Pick Your Own with something else? Yeah. Or, or we would if we if we published this game as a game? 
Which yeah. I guess we might if we if we're putting in the description. Yeah, I it would just go in the episode description, I guess, or we could like link to it. Um, yeah, yeah, or we could have a blog for the for for the show. Oh, that'd be cool. And then like each episode comes with a d- description. M- maybe like a with the with the game. What like a Tumblr? Or, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Tumblr would make sense. Yeah, awesome. Uh, uh okay. Are are do we do we do an outro? I don't know. <laughs> I. I so I want to do one more thing with the game. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, what worked well? Mm. Uh, I I liked being able to describe the monster. That was very fun for me. <laughs> um, yeah. D- you you had fun descriptions. Oh, thank you. Uh, I I appreciated your expertise on like just all the things in general. I I, I liked the way that you described and uh, you you prompted me to like. Give give descriptions of certain things that would would fill in the space. So so thank you. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Um, I guess that's another thing we can we can we can note as maybe. Um, I just made a note also encourage description. Um, yeah, yeah. I I I really appreciated your like helping with coming up with the stuff for the prompt grid and like you're getting us to do take turns adding things to the list of of ranks. Oh, good. Like that would that was much easier than like us on our own trying to come up with a dozen things. <laughs> it was it's, we get to go back and forth, and it's just like okay, here's the thing. Okay, yeah. ooh, you just did a cool thing. Okay, I, I appreciate you accepting some of the ones that were like, okay, this is going to be weird if it ends up on one of these suits. But <laughs> it was it was fun to like sort of figure out what that meant. So so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Get, we got both soapy and stretchy. <laughs> Which we were like, oh, it'd be weird if we... Oh, okay, we got him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, I think we succeeded. Like, this... The story we told with this feels like the the cold open to a horror story. Yeah. I'd, I'd read about the weird mind soap monster <laughs> if I picked it up at, like, a, a yeah. bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh yeah, that that was the game. That was the first this is a pilot episode for uh an unnamed TTRPG actual play design podcast. Yeah. Uh I've been a packbat. We we were already TTRPG game designers, we're trying to make it into something bigger and not very hard cuz we don't even have a Twitter account, but like we do have a Patreon and there's Five free tabletop role-playing games that are 200-word games on the Patreon. There's a, a a game like this one, which has... Oh, uh, hmm. Wait, no. That one isn't published yet. There will be a game like this one where you have a prompts for suits and prompts for ranks. But right now, there is a mini-LARP about sheltering in place during a tornado. There is a game about telling a kind of story where someone is like finding out some like a little bit Lovecraftian story about like finding out the secrets of a place and also yourself. Uh, There's a game about a dream sequence where one person is visiting the dreams of another person. Uh, There is a game about escaping a kind of toxic society and finding yourself out of its 
out of the range of its influence. And then there's a game about writing letters to someone and using things that happened in your life to uh, come up with a fictional story that you tell in the letters that your characters are writing at the same time. So uh, those are the five games that are up right now. There might be another game pretty soon when this uh, podcast episode drops, or there might already be another game. Patreon.com slash packbat. Like a pack rat, except it's a bat, because bats are great. <laughs> bats are great. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, I have been M. I think I'm just going to say, like, if you can find me, find me. <laughs> and if you already know me, that's cool. And thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, this has been a, a yeah. cool a cool collaboration and experiment. And thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, and and thank you to uh, Riley and Andrew for setting up this jam. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm gonna thank uh, Izzy of Hope's Hearth for posting about it in the Hope's Hearth Discord, which uh, is the only reason we knew it happened because we'd been sleeping on the podcast minds and like did not realize how much fun we would have listening to those episodes. Y'all y'all make a really good podcast, and we really appreciate like the prompt to try and make our own. Yeah, thank thank you so much to to the podcast minds for for bringing us all together. And uh yeah. yeah. We we don't have like a a I don't know, like a thing we say at the end. So I I think we'll just say thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening and uh have fun with your games. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye.